Chapter 27 It was the Sunday before Father's Day and Tsekhofat was nearing the end of her June exams. She readily admits that she did not study hard for them. In her mind, saving her father was more important than excelling in exams. She knew that doing nothing would fill her with regrets that she would battle for the rest of her life. It was not lost on her that few people, if any, get a second, second chance at a relationship with their father. It was her turn to fight for him like he continuously fought for her. She needed some encouragement, so she went to church with Sharon. She couldn't attend her grandparents' church because many of the adults had made it clear that they felt like she was betraying her family. She was not allowed to lead the worship until she fixed her relationship with her grandparents. Tsukhofato took these challenges in her stride, and Sharon's church was less traditional, so she felt comfortable. The service helped clear her mind and the worship strengthened her for the upcoming week. Meanwhile, Pearl made her way to the hospital to spend the day next to Mulatleri. This has been her routine for multiple weeks now. It feels like second nature to her. When she gets into his ward, she notices that the patients who stayed either side of him were no longer there. She wonders to herself why, but assumes they may be moved to another ward. She gets to Mulatleri's side, kisses his forehead and holds his hand. She greets him as usual knowing that he won't be able to respond back. As she sits down, the nurse comes in to check on the other patients. Pearl decides to ask the nurse what happened to the patients that used to be either side of Mulatlech. Hey, sis Pell, they didn't make it through the night, sis one. So sad. You should have heard their family in the early morning when we told them. It's so difficult to see people's hope be dashed like that. We will have to pray for their families. Loss never gets easier, answers Sister Siwe. This triggered Pearl in a way she didn't expect. Seeing death happen either side of Mulatleke made her feel like his death was now inevitable. She grasps his hand tighter as she begins to cry. In her spirit, she's begging God to do something about all of it. She prays for God to prepare her for when he takes Mulatlehi, as she doesn't know how she will be when it happens. She cries uncontrollably, as if he were dead already. But as her head was resting on Mulatlehi's arm, she feels it move. She initially ignores it, thinking it's her imagination. Pearl? Pearl doesn't respond. She thinks she's imagining someone calling her name. Pearl. My arm. Mo? Pearl lifts her head and looks at Mulatlehi's head. She sees his eyes open and him fashioning a smile. Pearl, I didn't know your head was, was this heavy. It must be your brains, says a soft-spoken Mulatlehi. Sister Siwe, Sister Siwe, he's alive, he is alive, shouts an excited and shocked Pearl. Nurses come rushing into the room as they heard Pearl's shouts. They ask Pearl to leave the room and they check Mnatlehi and his vitals. Pearl whatsapps Tsukhofato telling her that her father woke up. Tsukhofato immediately sends Pearl a message saying she wants to come. 
Pearl promises to send an Uber to Sharon's church. Pearl was growing impatient with the nurses and doctors. All she wanted to do was to speak to Mulakir. Sister Siwe comes out of the word. Pearl, I know you are excited. We needed to make sure it wasn't a false alarm. We checked him. I don't know what those tears of yours did, but he's really awake. You can go in. Explained Sister Siwe. Pearl felt a rush of anxiety go down her spine. It felt too unreal. She slowly approaches the room, wondering what she wanted to say to him. Tears racing down her cheeks. As she nears his bed, she can recognize his smile developing. Her emotions were getting the better of her. She was in the process of seeing a miracle in front of her eyes. Pearl. Mo. I, I owe you an apology. I found your letter. I, I read it. I, I always read it. I was in a bad space. Tzachufaz. I know. A lot has happened since you were found in your cell dying. You scared me. I keep asking myself... What would have happened if I didn't find that letter and if I never made that call in time? I'm, I'm sorry, Pearl. After reading your letter, I had so much I wanted to say and I feared the most. How could you die before I get to tell you what I feel? Mo, I think you're the best man I have ever met. And I, I love you too. You don't get to die before you ask me out on a date. I just had a lot and I, and I couldn't for the life of me see any light at the end of this tunnel. Before Mulatlehi could finish his sentence, Terofata came in and called out to him, Papa! She froze as she saw him turn his head in her direction. She realized it was true. He was awake from his coma. Pearl stands up and walks towards her, holding her hand and escorts her to her father's bed. Tsekhofat, says Mlatlech. Say it in full, like in your letters, asks Tsekhofat. My beloved daughter Tsekhofat, says a confused Mlatlech. How did you know about my letters? asks Mlatlech. Um, I compiled the letters like you asked me. It looked like he might not make it, explains Pearl. And I've read everything, every single page, so I know the truth. I know you never lied, so I'm sorry for not believing you, explains Tsekhofat. <sighs> Things got complicated. I'm cursed, so I don't blame you, explains Mulatlir. While the curse is over, we are working hard to get you out of here. Sharon and I have been doing the most, explains Tsekhofat. Why does that Sharon name sound familiar? asks Mnatlik. Um, You kind of met her, well, in your coma state. Let me show you. Tsekhofat takes her phone out and shows her father the Instagram page. He is amazed at everything because he has never seen Instagram before. 
he kept asking her to explain what likes meant, what, what follows meant, etc. As Tsarofatso explains the workings of Instagram, Pearl receives a phone call and leaves the room to answer it. Tsarofatso tells Munatlehi that they should make a video announcing that he is awake and post it. He says he trusts her, so she takes a 10 second video saying, Guys, look who decided to come back to the real world. And he replies, I guess that's me. Hello, people. Tsarofatso laughs at his awkwardness and posts the video. When Pearl comes back, she's clearly excited and Tsarofatso asks her what's up. I just got called by the Minister of Justice, PA. He wants to discuss reconvening your father's parole. Tsarofatso screams in excitement. Sister Siwa comes into the room to tell her to keep quiet, then she leaves the room. Does that mean Papa could become a free man? asked Tsarofatsu. Um, if we play our cards right, I've been reading a lot of case laws since your father's been in a coma. I think we could get your father pardoned, or even his record expunged and an apology from the country. He never deserved prison. But to do that, we will have to tell the press that we are seeing the minister and that we want to ask him to take back the conviction of your father. And you, beloved daughter of your father, have to be part of that meeting with the minister. What do you think? Asked Pearl. It's obvious, I'm there, and this time nothing will stop me, replies Tsukhofatsu. And that is exactly what they did. Pearl leaked to people she knew in the media about the meeting with the minister. She informed them of the time and venue for the meeting. It would be on the Friday before Father's Day. And just like that, everything was planned.